Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the newest episode of Semi-Pro. My name is Dalton Barrett, and in the studio with me, I've got my good friend. Hi, I'm Josh Clemens. I'm Brett Edder. Hey, Dalton, what did we watch this week? Uh, I don't want to talk about it, but we're going to, because we watched Doom <laughs> from 2005, and I hated every second of it, but you're listening to Semi-Pro. That's right. Doom 2005 is our poison of choice for this week. Um, right. Well, you've you've just started getting into Doom 2016. Yes, I have been playing Doom 2016. I've been having such a good time. Uh, I played... Uh, well, I, re I really technically started um, with Doom 2, and I played through Doom 2... And then I played a good chunk of Doom 3, and then I started 2016, and I got on this Doom binge, and Josh, you were like, hey, we should watch the movie for the podcast. And um, here we are. And you loved every second of it. I have never in my life loved a movie as much as I loved this one. <laughs> no, even I know that's fake. <laughs> I mean... Jeez. Everything people say, you know how sometimes we watch a movie and uh, whether it's a good a movie that we like or a movie that we don't, we're like, yeah, the things people say about this movie are wrong. Um, that is, this is, I can confidently say that is not the case with this movie. People are mostly right about this one. <laughs> like I can, I can say that pretty, you know. Like, like even with, with Godzilla 98, like, yes, the people were right on a vast majority of issues, but, like, there were some things where I was like, no, this was pretty good. And, I, like, the design, for instance. People were wrong about the design, and I, I, I think it's pretty good, and uh, the, the people were right with this one. <laughs> like, this is, this is a mess. Okay, it's not that bad. <laughs> Don't do this, Josh. Don't do this. It's not... It's not that bad i mean okay I, I feel like you can't talk about this movie without at least talking about the legacy of the games oh yeah somewhat. no i i we're definitely going to talk <clears throat> about that first thoughts on this movie i kind of want to say um this movie is not like it's not a great movie but you it's could make the argument like oh well maybe it's not a great movie but it's a great Doom movie, like it's a great uh, adaptation of the game, but it's not that either, and so that's kind of where I stand on this movie. Like it doesn't do either of the things it sets out to do well. Like it, it's not a good adaptation, yeah. and it's not a good movie on its own, and so it kind of falls into so this. What is it? I don't know, Josh. That's what we're here trying to figure out. We're here on our archaeological dig, trying to figure out what Doom two thousand and five is. <laughs> yes, the, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, so why don't yeah, you so break the down game, the history the game, of the games? The, the games have a pretty good legacy, all things considered. I mean, Doom was one of the first, if not the first. I always get mixed up with Wolfenstein 3D because they're the exact same game. Uh, but Doom was basically one of the first FPS shooters. It was the first of its kind. It spawned literally a whole genre of gaming. Then they did Doom 2, which was just Doom 1 but more. And everyone was like, hey. I like this. This is this is good. So from, from uh, and my then, experience playing both, Doom Two is is there's a whole lot more platforming, kinda. Yeah, well, Doom Two tried to push it a little bit. Um, like it, it tried to do a little bit more because that was the days where you did try to do more with sequels. Um, and like they they came out. The original Doom release date was something like 1993. It was three, and Doom Two was four. Yeah, like they they were made sort of back to back. I mean, once you had that Doom uh, uh, structure, you basically just went, okay, we can just pile onto this. We can add more to it. Um, and they're they're pretty revolutionary as far as games go. Like they they are they built a whole background to it. Um, and then they released Doom Three in two thousand and four. And they, and someone went, hey, I like Doom, but what if it was all in pitch black? 
<laughs> what if you? I don't uh, beam a lot, but what if you couldn't see anything? And um, okay, I will say I, I I played Doom three or a, a chunk of it somewhat recently. You tried to play. I Doom tried to 3. play Doom three, but I couldn't see anything. It's I respect Doom it's three not for at least make out yeah for at least trying to do some stuff. I respect Doom three. Um, yeah, well, it was it was very different to what had been laid out for. Yeah, Doom sixty four too, but uh, no one ever talks about Doom sixty four because it was just so inconsequential to everything. I also played that um, one, and uh, yes, and that, that one's not any good either. No, it's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Doom Doom three at least tried something new. It was like, hey, this this is an action series. What if we went for a more horror thing? Because we're you know we're dealing with demons and hell and all of these terrifying terrifying monsters um and that that's the one that you kind of got to focus on for the movie because the movie came out a year after that game released so i have to imagine that they were kind of brought into development at the same time like they well, and they said hey we're making doom 3 oh let's make a movie to do with it uh, or vice versa I, I noticed a lot of the graphics on the computers and stuff in this movie looked like the graphics from doom 3 a lot of the um, the layouts of the the scientific hallways and all that kind of stuff looked like the ones from Doom Three. There were a lot of similarities like that, so I I, I would say you're probably right in that assumption. Um, it, everything looks this movie looks like if I could see Doom Three, um, it would look like this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Doom Three is also just. Like like Doom Three is the redheaded stepchild of the Doom series. No one no one really talks about it. Uh, even though it got it's the only one that I think got a re-release, um, which is strange. Well, I know uh, the the first two got a re-release when um, uh, Doom twenty sixteen came out. They got a a, a kind of a yeah, a, a remaster. They, were, they they got like they're just like hey throw them onto the new console generations because the game's literally thirty two megabytes. Yeah, and and they um, had to um I know they 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 redid all the controls and they they remastered the game and 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 so they did a lot of work. They made it widescreen instead of four by three, uh, a lot of little stuff like that 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 I'm sure right, um goes right. unappreciated. Doom twenty sixteen is um yeah well it, it, yeah like I said it's a lot of smaller stuff that kind of just meant hey you can play it and it doesn't look just awful yeah and it doesn't um, control but, awful and it doesn't run awful like you can actually play this game now um yeah and then doom you know so you've been playing doom 2016 and that that like that is doom one but hd like yeah no it is, doom doom 2016 is a masterpiece and i will say that fully confidently <laughs> yeah it's one of my top five games and yeah i was gonna say it's as as far as video games that i've played it is close to perfect. Like, if, if I had to pick a perfect game, um, just from my limited experience of video games, it would be 2016. Um, now, what you'll notice here that we're doing, me and Josh... Is not talking <laughs> about Doom the movie. <laughs> we're talking about everything but Doom 2005. So, here's what we're going to do now. We're going to shift focus and talk about the plot. Um, do we have the, to? We do, because I have a question that I want to pose that happens in the first 30 seconds of this movie. Has any <laughs> good movie ever started with opening narration? Other than... Other than... Got, I mean, well, you said <laughs> opening narration, and I thought, I, for some reason, my mind went to opening crawl text. No, no, I was no, like, Star no, Wars. no, not opening crawl. I mean, opening narration. Has any good movie ever started with somebody narrating the opening? That, I mean, I'm sure there's one. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> there's one out there somewhere. Uh, How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's not a movie. That's a television series. Um, it, it, came I mean, out the, the started the same year as this movie came out. Wow, that's you know you never would have guessed. Nope, not once. Because it's it's odd how a TV series looks so much better. <laughs> and this um, um this and, and, and the okay, I'll give you good fellas. So this and the 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 opening scene, uh, which we get this little horror snippet scene, which is neat because this movie does kind of frame itself as a horror movie, though it doesn't feel at all like a horror movie, uh, and the music doesn't feel like <laughs> it a horror frames movie. Like a very it's a very, very bad <laughs> Right, exactly. And um, the opening little bit of this before the you know the, the title card comes in uh, feels so 2005. Like, it just it oozes 
just this 2005 feel because this this like rock music is playing in the background while a man is being decapitated and a woman <laughs> loses her arm uh and this man is like <laughs> eaten by a demon this doctor um shoot dr carmack is his name and yes. um, it um, just feels like the most 2005 thing you have ever seen in your life. And then you watch the rest of the movie, and that feeling never leaves. Like, it's there somewhat <laughs> consistently. I, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's it kind of, I don't know why, but my first thought was like a Final Fancy, um, Final Fancy, Final Destination movie. Where, like, they just have... Every movie ends with this montage of people getting absolutely demolished over hard rock music. Well, yeah, and this scene does feel very, like, montage-esque. It's just, like, this hard, hard metal, and and this guy is just being being killed by by a demon. But we never get to see the demon, because they're saving that reveal. Oh, boy, I can't wait till we see it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, so the movie takes place, and it's like, hey... We found a portal to Mars. Yeah, <laughs> when, no, when, that's you know. the opening narration. The lady's just like, this ancient civilization built a portal to Mars. No one's sure why or where the civilization yeah, sure. went. They make, it, they make it sound like lost car keys. Like, oh, oh, it's just in our back pocket the whole time. Well, and I, this is a little later in my notes. Once we get to the reveal, which, you know, like the horrible, horrible <laughs> reveal. And we're not, we're going to wait on that. Um but uh, there's no reason for this movie to take place on Mars, like at all. Um, yeah, absolutely well, none, game, outside of the fact that the games take place on Mars. There's no reason yeah, for the, this movie to do the that. Games, the games have a reason to do that, where it's like, um, they, they take place on Mars because humanity got there, and they're just like, hey, we should conduct these experiments to do with hell, but we shouldn't do it on our own planet because we don't want to mess that up yet. Um, and so they're just like, oh, do it in Mars. Uh, it's over there, or I think in some versions there's already like ancient civilizations who built stuff on Mars, yeah, and see, they just found it there. Which, that, even that makes more sense. That's what I think the original plot is. Um, the 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 original games. I'm pretty sure they go to Mars and they find out that that had already happened. Um, but in this in this movie, they <laughs> they find a portal to Mars, and then. Once again, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil the reveal. Uh, Carl Urban is very ugly in this movie. <laughs> um, and he doesn't look like... He looks both just like Carl Urban and like Carl Urban's like little brother who hasn't quite grown into his skin yet. Um, his name's also Grim Reaper. <laughs> yes. No, Jack, Reaper Grim. Yeah, Reaper Grim, also known as Jack... And um, he's uh, just very ugly. John. We're 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 kind of introduced to all these people. Yeah, there's and, um, the Rock, uh, and then there's henchman number th- one through to eight. Right. The the there's the Rock as played by somebody doing their best impression of the Rock, and then <laughs> you have just all of these various various military men, and you see them, and they go off, and they give like their their. This is my thing. I'm a drug addict. This is my thing. I'm a child. This is my thing. I like Jesus. And they go down this list, and it's just all of these people, and they're just like just stereotypes of uh, people like that. And then you see them, and you're like, yeah, these people are all dying. Every last yeah. one of uh, them the, is dead. The only the only person that I can remember in my mind is that one really creepy guy who's in everything. Yes. No one knows his name, uh, and he, he's. The best reference I have is he's the guy in Kingsman who, when they're laying on the rail tracks, he's like he's the one who's quote unquote interrogating them. Right. Um, he's the creepy guy you've he, seen in everything with the blonde hair. Yeah, I, I think he might be the Night King in Game of Thrones. Uh, I wanna I wanna say that even then he's covered in four hundred pounds of makeup. Yeah. So. Who knows? Um, you, you, you never know. But, but yeah, that's him, Carl Urban, and The Rock are the only ones I remember. Uh, I and also doesn't matter. I also remember the the, the kid. Um, and then there's 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 a there's a black guy. Um, there's two there's two black soldiers who literally aren't given anything. Like they're not given any personality oh, trope no. other than the fact that they're they're black. And then you have um, creepy dude is the drug addict, and then you've got the the kid. And and ugly Carl Urban. That, and, that must be really demoralizing. Like imagine going in for a reading for your role, and then halfway through they say, "Hey, you look like a drug addict." Yeah, you're the creepy drug addict in this movie, 
um, your teeth really give it away. And so those are our soldiers <laughs> and the military yeah. seems super lax on rules here. They're, they're planning their vacation and I want to say it's, it's drug addict and we're just going to call them by these names. Creepy drug addict is throwing an orange at the wall and it's bouncing back to him for some reason. <laughs> and is hold it, on. You know, in the future, there's a, a, a rubber. Yeah. <laughs> well, so he throws it and it smashes a lamp and one of the one of the soldiers, a smart soldier, I think it may be maybe Christian soldier, catches the orange while he's reading a book and then takes a bite out of it with like skin and all. <laughs> and it's the weirdest scene. And then the rock comes in and he says, Hey soldiers, or I'm sorry, um, the rock doing his best impersonation of the rock comes in and says, All right, soldiers, we're not going on vacation. We've got a level four quarantine on Mars. And so then they just go to Mars. Um, in in a in, they go down to what is called the Ark, which is Ark. the yeah, which is a giant glob of jelly. Right, it's a giant glob of jelly that looks in no way whatsoever like it was built by an ancient civilization. Um, and then they 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 travel through this Ark, and now suddenly they're on Mars, and it looks exactly the same because they're never yeah. on like the surface of Mars. Doing no, anything it's always cool. in, like facilities. You never even um, get to see the surface no, of like, Mars. Yeah, that's it. There's no like, it, like it'd be fine if they were in facilities the whole time. But this is the opportunity where like you have a giant hallway, and on one side there's just loads of panes of glass that look over the Martian landscape. Or and at some point you shoot them out, and a bunch of demons get sucked out the window. Or like an establishing shot, maybe. Like maybe an establishing shot of this place it's on Mars. So, it's, so, it's so underwhelming. Like we don't see it looks the same. This is what I was going back to. There's no reason outside of the fact that the games take place on Mars for this to take place on Mars to the extent where it feels like something that was added in after the fact. Like it feels like a late addition to the script where they were like, oh, yeah, we should probably probably put this thing on Mars since the games are there. Why not? Like like nothing in this movie is consequential to them being on Mars at all um and the no, ark um, once again doesn't feel at all ancient like it was built it, by an ancient civilization it doesn't even like it doesn't even feel that powerful like like i say they get they go through it and they just go whoop, whoop, and then it's just a, it's just a shot of a room and they come out of it and there's a there's a disabled guy in a wheelchair his name is pinky pinky uh which is i mean I, I'm, I'm gonna save that um, <laughs> thank you thank you we're saving the reveal <laughs> And there's uh, Grimm's sister, Samantha, uh, who's the creepy the guy researcher, I think. Uh, uh, creepy drug addict hits on in the creepiest way ever. Oh, yeah. By saying think, he's going to yeah. strip search her, which is just like such a 2005 line. Yeah. Do you think Do you think they told him to say that or was, that was just him? <laughs> I have that to was think, completely unscripted. I have to think seeing what this guy looks like, he just went for it. <laughs> like I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine that was in the script. Um, oh. And so they, at this point, they Scooby-Doo style break off into teams to investigate yeah. because they don't think they anything just, serious is going on. They're trying to get in and get out so that they can go on their vacation. Well, they um, just know that um, the, I think there's like 80 researchers, and they just went dark. That's all they know. Yeah. Um, and they got a distress call from McCormack. McCormack from, from Mars. From, from Mars. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and ever Pinky and uh, I can't remember her name. Um, uh, uh, Rosamund Pike are like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, they died. <laughs> yeah, I think they're all dead. <laughs> and and it's it's super casual, and Pinky is probably my favorite character in this movie because he's the only one that seems to make sense he's the only well, one who like, takes the threat seriously he's, whatsoever he's, he's like panicking he's like there's demons on mars and they're just like nah you're good yeah just, i think creepy dude even says at one point like yeah i bet this was just some some like crazy scientist with a gun and it's like clearly <laughs> not like, you found a severed hand already like yeah, it's not... like, there, there's blood all over these walls like and so after they split up, they, they find these different rooms, and, and it's mostly set up at this point. Uh, one group, I want to say it's it's um, the the black the black guys, the black soldiers. They find Doctor Carmack's body, uh, and they take him back to the research lab. Um, we're a sta uh, we we see a skeleton. Uh, Carl Urban and Carl Urban's sister 
are in her research lab uh, because she has to get some documents, um, and that's part of the mission. So they're there getting the documents, and there's a skeleton uh, shielding a baby. And Carl Urban says, hey, yo, what's this skeleton, my girl? And then she says, what's the first thing that dad always told us to look for? And then he looks at the DNA and finds out that the skeleton has 24 chromosomes, which is weird. Um, on Earth, that, that that does different things to us than it does on Mars. Right, on, on, on Earth, uh, uh, I believe that gives you Down syndrome. <laughs> yes, which is why it's such a weird thing for them to include as a plot point of this movie, but they did, and that's fine. Well, okay, to be fair, it's because it's a Martian chromosome. <laughs> but it's not, you know, an Earth chromosome gives you Down syndrome, a Martian chromosome gives you superpowers. <laughs> Maybe it's the fact that they had two extra instead of one extra. Isn't it just one extra though? It's twenty no. fourth, and there's only twenty three. Maybe you're you're I, probably right. But, but yeah, they 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 find it. And I'm not a scientist. Who, their, their mom and dad died when they were super young. Uh, I think I can't remember why. I, I think it plays into the plot, but I can't remember. <laughs> I don't um, think it does. But like, yeah, apparently their dad just told him to look for this super specific thing. And at the same time, a bunch of the other Marines who found the injured doctor, but they're like trying to help him and he just disappears. Um, and then then he, they, they get attacked by a creature. <laughs> and like in the sewers they, uh, they kid kill... gets high. Yeah, this it, is this it, is important or at least they set it up to be important. Um, the the kid, the young guy, takes some of drug addicts' drugs, and um, Carl Urban gets mad at him later in the movie, and that's literally all that that plays into. Um, but yeah, so Dr. Carmack, they find him, they all meet in the med bay, um, they're, they're studying him or whatever, D the, the rock goes because there's another little distress, distress call, so he takes several of the soldiers. Dr. Carmack escapes and leaves because turns out he's not actually dead. He, he pulls off his own ear at one point, um, which is weird. <laughs> And then this movie's so confusing. Uh, and then he leaves. Uh, we 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 miss the part where we get the big reveal of the weapon room because um, that happens during this this kind of establishing. Oh right, right. Um, and we right. get the big uh, where reveal. They have the BFG. We get, yes, we get the big reveal of the BFG, um, which stands for Bioforce <laughs> Gun. <laughs> which it's like, um, why, why do that? Well, uh, so. The BFG in the games is the best weapon. Uh, it, like you know, it it's one of the best weapons that you could ever get. Um, oh, it's the best weapon it, in in Doom. There's no better weapon in yeah. Doom. Like, but it kills things instantly. Yes, and it kills a lot of them instantly. And in this <laughs> movie, even outside of the name change, right? Because I could forgive it. It's a movie. You got to do things a bit oh, more the, realistic, the, whatever. But the gun's just yeah, the lame. name. <laughs> well, the gun. Everything in the movie shoots jelly, and I don't know. I don't know what it is with the future and gelatin, but like, <laughs> like the arc is a is a portal that's made of jelly. The the BFG shoots like a ball, and it detonates, and it kind of takes out a bare corner of the room, and that's it. And it, like like the BFG in the games would destroy everything in sight, essentially, and then it would just leave nothing standing and in this one it kind of basically is worse than an actual good <laughs> and another thing about the bfg in this movie we never see it used on any living thing no no they use it the the rock picks it up and he like shoots it at one and misses and it's just like a giant piece of acid that slowly melts something yeah and then other than that i can't think of it being used properly it's it's never used on a human being or or a demon, no, no, not once, not not a single time. Um, the I I have in my notes here the first gun in your Doom film is fired. Any guesses? Uh, I'm gonna go with at shadows. No, no, no. Time, time, time. Mark. Oh, uh, uh the movie itself. How long was the movie? Like, I, I want to say 90 minutes because I feel like it's something that'd be so bare bones. It was, yeah, it was um, a very quick movie. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go with 50 minutes in. 31 minutes. The 31 minute mark. The first gun is fired okay. in your Doom movie. Um, which right, isn't Doom, horrible, which is but isn't great. <laughs> right. Well, 
I mean, that 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 goes into something I want to talk about later. Um, but that's not terrible. My issue is more just sort of the guns don't feel like they do anything. No, they don't. Um, they don't do a thing. Um, no, they, they, they say that, like, okay, basically demons have escaped onto Mars because they're trying to do whatever. I don't, I don't care. Um, <laughs> but they escape onto Mars and they're, like, I think they call them cybernetic organisms because they're, like, half demon, half... Half mutant, half. Well, so, so at this um, point, robot- we, we see Dr. Carmack come back and um, they, they fight another demon in the sewers and they kill him and they bring him back and they start dissecting him. Over the course of this time, another one of the soldiers has been um, attacked by this, this demon and he is locked in the containment room. He's dead. Uh, like they've, they've checked his pulse, everything. He is dead. He's done. But he stands up and starts banging his head on the window and commits suicide. So they start dissecting this other demon that they found, and uh, Carl Urban's sister comes to the conclusion that uh, it's human because it's had its appendix removed, which she turns out to be right. And and these aren't demons at all. But for the wrong reason. These aren't demons at all. They're they're human beings, which is so dumb. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But how how couldn't it just like have not had an appendix to begin with? I, well, that's the thing. She's, she's right, but not because <laughs> of the right reasons. Like, the, the, surely there's better ways to test if one of these things is human other than its appendix, you know? Like, like, oh, it's got red blood. Or, oh, <laughs> do you know? this one is trapped in the door and its DNA is Dr. Carmack's DNA. Maybe that's a better way to test it. <laughs> Maybe just, like, looking at them, and you're like, oh, they've got a very humanoid shape. They're probably some kind of human. So so it turns out, we, we find out through some elaborate plotting, um, that on Mars, they were testing to give human beings the extra 24th chromosome... And in doing so, they turned the evil human beings, the people with a quote-unquote, this is an actual quote from the movie, the people with a bad soul into demons, and the people with a good soul get to be superheroes. Which is like the weirdest, the the weirdest scientific explanation I've ever heard in my life. Like, like what a I mean, trade-off. Like, you can either be a superhero who's real cool, or you get to be a demon. Well, there's also no way to know that beforehand. Like, I don't... Yes. There's no way to test if someone's a good person. There's no, like, oh, we'll test your blood and see if you got the bad song. <laughs> um, they're just like, oh, you know, try it and then see what happens. Oh, poor guy. He got born with a bad soul. Phew. We can't, man. Can't find good help I these mean, days. Cat, like Captain America did the same thing. Where it's like, oh, you know, if you get this and you're a bad person, you become even more worse. But they didn't transform you into mutants. Right, right, it right. It happened to Red Skull because he was like, he was using an early form of it. You can't, you can't pick and choose based on someone's soul. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so dumb. But then sometimes, sometimes it's just both, right? Like Pinky. Right. <laughs> Pinky, for all intents and purposes, does not seem to have that bad a soul. Like he's not, no, he's and not he's good. a normal he... person after he's been infected, and he's a normal person for a good bit of time, and he's fine, and then suddenly he's not. I, I also don't like. It's so random what kind of mutation you get. Like some of these guys no, look it's like not. zombies. They all look the same except for one of them. Except for two of them. <laughs> Who's the other one? Actually, no, I'm thinking I'm thinking of I'm thinking of one of the actual demons. Well, the, I think. The, the 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 rock and Pinky look different. And then everyone else looks identical. Well, there is there is a baron of hell, I think. I don't oh, remember. To, a I saw this movie. I, I saw this movie two days ago, and I can't remember anything from it. No, that should be that noted. should tell you. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll note that right this second. This is such a forgettable movie. Nothing of note happens at all. Everything is just unconsequential to the next thing. And they 
they basically they make like a 30 minute chunk of the movie which is they get there they question some things they look around for a bit they fight a demon and then they just repeat that like two more times um and that's the plot of this movie that's really it uh, i don't remember a baron but i could be wrong no, it wasn't. It wasn't Baron of Hell. It was a Hell Knight. They're, they're like the the bald ones that have that weird texture on their skin. Um, <laughs> you and just they're described bigger. all of them. <laughs> the demon. I do well, remember some that, of them and being also, bigger and some of them being smaller. I do remember that. Right, right. But there's also like some of them look like just normal humans in clothes that. Uh, uh, did I? Oh, God, I can't remember. So Pinky I think in different. I think in this movie the idea there is. Um, they're different stages of the mutation. So the longer you stay walking around without being shot by Carl Urban, the longer you get to look like, like the more you get to mutate and, and go except for Pinky who just looks completely different. He, he, he's, he just, Pinky, Pinky looks different because in the games, there's a monster called Pinky, which uh, immediately he, he looks close to the monster from the games in that he's a pink thing with two legs and a tail <laughs> and teeth, but like there's and a no wheel butt. Is it? Be- is it? Yeah, I was gonna say, is it because he's disabled? Because that that wheelchair <laughs> isn't part of him. It doesn't like merge with him when he mutates. I don't. I don't. I don't understand this movie. Um, but yeah, essentially, like I say, it's it. This is you. You know, you were kind of. You're right. This is like more combat. Um, it's it's a movie that doesn't. Doesn't really have a plot. It repeats the same scenes five times, and then the end is really underwhelming. <laughs> yeah, well, and a huge, huge thing for me is normally I'm like, well, you don't have to obey the source material to make a movie good. In fact, a lot of times, not obeying the source material can help you to tell your own story and to tell it better. But in this movie, what made someone think, we're making a Doom movie, let's make all the Doom demons people? What? Like, imagine if the games did that. Like, you're just walking around killing innocent people the whole time. Like... I, I can't wrap my brain I, I, I around... Don't, I, I don't... No, I don't understand this movie. I just don't understand... I don't understand any of the creative choices behind this movie. I don't understand any of the, the technical choices behind this movie. Uh, and this... I, I'm a pretty... I like Doom a lot. Um, and even this is just... It's, it's absolute crap. <laughs> just... There's nothing... There's nothing to it. Um, the film, the film basically ends. Uh, there, there's one reason that anyone ever talks about this movie, and it's the first person scene. Yeah, but uh, okay. I'm, I'm, I think I'm ready to to talk about the first person scene. Um, we, 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 we do have to talk about the Rock first because they've set the Rock up as the protagonist of this movie, and then they do this neat little. He gets progressively more unlikable as. Um, as the you know the middle chunk of the movie rolls along, and we start. Well, yeah, sort of... it's like by the time he gets to the BFG. Well, so he gets to the BFG during the first like half hour of the movie, and then he comes back to the BFG later, and then he gets the BFG, and that's sort of when we start seeing the Rock uh, kind of unravel, and he gets like I said, progressively more unlikable as he goes, and he turns out to be the antagonist of the movie, which is. Fine, um, but it's, I, like, I like that you were going to try and say neat, and you you, you couldn't even bring yourself to admit that <laughs> give any, this movie well, that it is neat. But I don't want to admit that anything in this movie is neat. It, it was a it was a cl- I wasn't expecting it. I will say that it did take me off guard. It surprised me, which doesn't happen very often. Um, right, it it is it is an idea. Um, yes, it certainly <laughs> happened. And um, turning John into the protagonist of this movie. Um, I have in my notes here, <laughs> turning John to the protagonist was a nice role reversal that everyone saw coming for the last 15 minutes. And, you know, it's, it's pretty true. And he, um, John gets pretty heavily injured. The only two surviving or the only three surviving people on Mars, presumably, um, cause they've already evacuated Mars are, um, the rock John or the grim reaper. <laughs> Carl or ugly Carl Urban and ugly Carl Urban's sister. And so they all three go home. <laughs> and, 
And um, John is very injured. And so his sister says, here, I took some of the horrible demon serum and I want to inject you with it. And he says, what? Please don't do that. And she says, it's okay. You have a good soul. I know. (laughs) It's like, you're a scientist. How could you possibly know that? Um, but they, <laughs> well, like I said, there's no, there's no test for it. You don't like, you don't like use the thermometer and be like, oh, uh, your, your body temperature's at 94 degrees. You're good to go. <laughs> like there's no, there's no. I appreciate you using Fahrenheit there, Josh. That was. <laughs> I, I don't. It's, it, this it's, movie it's tough. You can't like look at somebody's, you can't look at somebody's eyes. And be like, oh, you got the good soul. Like, there's no, like, you just can't do that. That's how that's how this movie, like, treats it, though. They're just like, you look at someone, oh, good person right there. Like, like you say, Pinky, for, like, you know, Pinky was experimenting on people, sure. But he was doing it for the betterment of the human race. He wasn't a bad guy. He just got caught in a bad predicament. Pinky was the secretary. He was monster. running the desk up front. Pinky wasn't doing anything to people. All he did was let people in. Right, he opened he the doors. <laughs> Yeah, did, did I expect him to? Oh, I'm going to take you all down from my wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, I don't understand, like like where the line is. Um, and like I said, Wait, some, no, no... it's frustrating. But anyway, turns out um, John does have the good soul because he wakes up and they he wakes up with a camera strapped to his chest instead of waking up as a horrible <laughs> demon. And Sam's gone. Uh... Uh, Sam's disappeared for some reason, which we find which out. Which is weird. You would and think she would like hang out with him, like make sure he's right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but she just leaves. I, I, this is. I can only imagine that she injects. She was like, "You're a good soul. You've got this." She injected it as soon as he passed out. She was like, "Yeah, I'm getting out. Here. I'm not risking it. I can't. He might be a bad soul. I haven't seen him in like 15 years." <laughs> yes. No, I don't know who this guy is. In fact, at the beginning of the movie, I hated him. Like I, I straight up hated my brother. And it's like, <laughs> So he wakes up uh, and 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 like I said, he's got a GoPro GoPro strapped to his chest because the next like fifteen minutes of this movie, it goes on for so long, is from a first person perspective, which is kind of cool. It's amazing, uh, except for it's super underwhelming. Um, it's a neat idea well, <laughs> that's that's so boring and goes on for so long. But he doesn't do anything cool. Like, there's a couple of scenes where you're like, oh, okay, he's going to do this thing from the games. Like, there's one of the demons has a has a chainsaw, like, at him, and then he just shoots him. And it's like, oh, okay. Uh, and then he moves on to the next demon, and he just shoots him. And it's just... It, and it goes on for a very it, long time. Over and over again. And then it cuts away from the first person. You're like, okay, cool, that's done. And then it cuts back to the first person while... Um, uh, ugly Carl Urban fights Pinky with a chainsaw now, and he instead of just like ripping straight through him with a chainsaw, they they have him repeatedly like stab him with a chainsaw and then lose the fight and shoot Pinky, and then that's the end of the first person scene, and it's a very neat idea with some of the worst execution I've ever seen for an idea that neat. Well, it's. I mean, like I say, Doom pioneered first-person shooting. Oh, like, absolutely. I agree. It, it, it pioneered, so you can't... It, it was nice to do an all today and be like, hey, this is the first... It, technically, it's the first... It's the first run at Hardcore Henry. But if Hardcore Henry was severely, severely awful... If Hardcore um, Henry had less of a story than Hardcore Henry already had, and more of a gimmick somehow, doing the same thing for less time, it would be this scene in this movie. Yeah, and, and like you say, it's it's super unwell. Like, like, okay, I didn't want to, I don't want to compare this movie too much to Doom 2016, because there is, there's 10 years between those. They're completely different. I don't really think you can compare a game to a movie, like, properly, because uh, they're two different mediums that are vastly, vastly different. But like Doom 2016 has glory kills where you just you mur- you murder demons in brutal brutal amazing fashion, and that's what this should have had. Like he should have he should have walked over to one of the demons and done the King Kong thing where he like snaps the jaw open. Uh, yeah, he should have like beat a bunch of them like, with his hands. 
I don't know, pick up different weapons along the way so you get like a shotgun blow but, or whatever. Like, but that's like they're like, oh, you become a super soldier, and then they don't do anything super soldier. No, he nothing just walks at all. With a gun, which he's been doing for the last four hours. Right, and it's it's boring, um, and it, well, it's it's not bad. It's certainly not the worst thing in this movie because I've heard that a lot. Like, I, a lot of people are very negative on the first person scene, and it's certainly not like the worst thing in this movie. In fact, it's probably no. one of the better things. It may be the best thing in this movie, which says a lot because this <laughs> scene sucks. <laughs> um, and but it goes on for too long. That's my biggest issue with it. It goes on for too long, and they don't do enough with it. Um, especially since it seems to be just like a reference to the games. You don't need it to go on for for as long as it went on. And then we get to no. what I would call the most boring part of the movie, which once again says a lot. Um, and it is sort of like the little, the last kind of, the last action sequence, which you want to be like the huge, huge like culmination of your movie. The Rock has been overtaken by a demon, um, and it's him versus our superhuman um, John. And they're they're gonna duke it out, and so they start shooting at each other a little bit, and then they run out of ammo, even though even though the Rock is just using the BFG, they both run out of ammo, so they take off their belts, and they decide, you know what, we're gonna settle this like men, <laughs> like extra chromosomes, men, and they start fist fighting each other. And that's your last action scene in your Doom movie is two grown men, one of them being The Rock doing his best impersonation of himself and ugly Carl Urban fist fighting in a science lab. That's the finale <laughs> of your Doom movie. And and it ends in the most climatic way possible. He just kind of throws The Rock through the portal. He throws him through the portal and then throws a grenade in there, which I guess was but, like setting up... For a sequel, maybe? Like, it was kind of like, oh, could he have survived? Like, The Rock could come back in full demon form. But this movie's not getting a sequel. <laughs> no, no. Well, okay, so that, 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 this movie basically just ends there. But I wanted, this is something else I wanted to talk about, right? Can you actually make a Doom movie? Because I don't know if you can. Apparently. The, like, the, and I talked to, well, some, I talked to some people I know. Uh, about Doom Annihilation, the sequel to, or no, no, no the like, the reboot next week, of this, right? the reboot of the Doom franchise. Apparently, it's pretty good. Um, like okay, it's, so we're it's, watching that next week. Maybe, yeah. If you want to, we can. Uh, I, it's, I, I, you know, I, I'm down for it. I've seen images. The images actually look kind of solid. Like uh, um, I watched uh, the the first like 30 seconds or so, and it was fine. They're not on Mars in this one. They're on the moon of Mars, which is called the Doomed Moon, which is where the Doom term comes from. Well, and, the 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 uh, the games take place on Phobos, so that kind of that actually matches up closer with the reboots. Um, well, gotcha. So, yeah. Well, and, and it's a more recent movie, and like I said, um, the guy I talked to, uh, he like he, he, you know, he said, yeah, that's the, that one's not bad. Um, so I, I think you can, and we will figure out how <laughs> at some point. I think you can because the Doom, the Doom, the games, especially the first two, um, sort of three, not really. They're so light on the story that you can kind of roll with it and do whatever you want as long as you hit a few points. This movie just didn't hit the few points it Any needed to. There's no reason. Think about this for a second. There's no reason for this to be a Doom movie at all. Yeah. Name one. Yeah. Name a reason um, that this has, <laughs> this this should have been a, a first-person sequence. That's a first-person sequence. Okay. All right. No, yeah, I'm not giving you that has, one. I'm not giving you has, that, Josh. That, that, any movie can have that. It has a thing called Pinky. It has a thing called Pinky, and it looks kind of like the demon. Kinda. Yeah. This feels like the kind of thing where it was like there was a script and they didn't know what to do with it, and then Doom Three was in development, and they were they were like. They blew the dust off of it on the shelf and were like, oh, we have this movie called 24th Chromosome on Mars. Let's use this and we'll make Doom the movie and we'll cast 
the this this new up and coming actor, The Rock, and give him the least charismatic character in the world because uh, there's no way he could be good at conveying charisma. And this ugly guy, Carl Urban, there's no way he can not look ugly. And then they, they made this movie. And it's well, okay. Okay, hear, hear me out. Hear me out. This is this is my pitch for the Doom reboot movie because so. Before we had Mortal Kombat, which is, you know, the simple same title as the game first movie that's awful, kind of boring and the same scenes for over and over again. That doesn't even really need to be connected to the games. Then you have the sequel, which is subtitled Annihilation and is a little bit more fun, a little bit more self-aware of what it is and just kind of goes to have fun with its movie, even though it's not better on a technical level. So, in theory, pretty soon uh, we should begin the Doom. It will be just titled Doom again, all caps. Uh, I was right about this when I said that all of the horror franchises are going to do sequels to the first movie that ignore all other sequels in the coming years. And look what happened. You got Halloween, you got uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they're doing it. I can predict the future of movies, but here's what you do. You, you do a new Doom movie and you have Carl Urban come back, but this time he's the Doomslayer. Because he's, he, you know, the, the Doomslay in the games is the, the original guy behind Doom 1, Doom 2, and Doom 3. Well, 3 is bit of a, uh, And then he, he got imprisoned in hell for like 4,000 years or whatever. And now he's like supercharged and hates all demons. Just bring Carl Owen back. He doesn't mind wearing the mask. Dredd showed that. He, he, you know, you could probably get a few good action scenes out of it. <laughs> I, I predict that that movie will be coming 2024. So and if I'm wrong... If I'm wrong, um, people can yell at me and tell me I'm wrong. There was some rumor that I read from some website that, I, that I've never even heard of that they were making a direct sequel to this movie with The Rock as the main character being Doom Guy. That was a rumor that I had heard. And I think you could do it with either one, and I really don't care which because this movie is so inconsequential to existence <laughs> that you can just do whatever. Like, like if you wanted to tie it in, you could say that The Rock like was able to fight off his demon or whatever. Um, either way, The Rock way, is now a good guy. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Um, I would like to. S I would like to see a Doom movie, and and with the Fallout series that we're getting. Oh yeah, yeah. I forget, I forget about that. Um, you know, Bethesda is licensing out this their properties for for live action media. Let's let's see it. You know, let's see a Doom. I, let's I, see. I, a I Doom genuinely movie. think. I think we're slowly, very slowly, but surely entering a, a a golden age of game movies. The same way that the 2010s held a golden age of comic book movies. Yeah, uh, I mean, we've had before. one good one yeah. and one that sucked in the last two years. Yeah, let's let's do it. It's the golden age, <laughs> I, man. It's basically it's basically the golden age. Um, but I, I, I we've had one good video game movie ever in history, and it's the golden age. Yeah, yeah. You, you got you got Sonic. You got Detective Pikachu. Technically, um, you got, I forgot about I forgot Detective Pikachu even existed. It's got a sequel, I think. Ah. Um, th there's a movie that's out currently that I want to watch. Uh, it's got Frank Grillo in it. And I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically about a guy who gets stuck in a time loop. And every time he dies, he wakes up. It's, it's Groundhog Day, but with action. And it's like the perfect video game. Oh, boss level, that was it. Um, it's like the perfect video game movie, and I can't wait to check that out. But I, like, I think that a Doom movie nowadays would probably be pretty good. It'd be tough to make, and I think you wouldn't be able to have Doom Guy as the main character because he doesn't have a character. I um, think that's been done, though. You know, like we've we've seen that done, and we've seen it done okay. You just have worked. to put a surrounding cast with him that's good. I, I mean, well, that's the thing. I I think you wouldn't be able to have him be the main character. You'd have to have you know random random henchman guy number 15 be the main character and they're just you know following him around or they're doing their own thing while his carnage goes on in the background well it's you know it's the the idea of the character you know like the man from nowhere type character we've we've seen that done and we've seen it done well and um yeah but they, they usually still have some kind of character it's just their characters left ambiguous right but like i think you like, could do something like that with with doom guy Two questions. Well, 
Doom Guy doesn't talk though. That's the issue. You can't have a character. It's a movie that has a silent. Like, the, the silent protagonist is done, but there's usually people out there to give him a backstory. And Doom Guy's backstory is just, oh, he really hates demons. Yeah, I'm trying to think um, of a good movie with that, with like a silent protagonist. Um, and I can't off the top of my head. Um, I guess. Well, what, what, what were the two questions you had? Well, okay. So the two questions I've got. Um, you. So who would you pick to direct, and who would you pick to st- as your as your main star? Who would you pick to play Doom Guy, and who would you pick to direct? Because there is a correct answer for a director, but I don't know that there's a correct answer for for star. I mean, okay. So the like this is I, I don't know if I'd agree with this, but first thing that came to my mind was uh, Chad Stahesky. Okay. Um, for for the vector, I, I don't know. I don't know who you'd have to do for the main star. I I guess like the so the guy currently did in the uh, the Halo series. I think it's Lee Schreiber's brother. I want to yeah, say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mustache. Cop from yeah, Orange yeah, is the New uh, Black. Yeah, porn stash from Orange is the New Black. Um, I think he'd be pretty good because he's he's like eight foot tall. Um, and I'm I remember him saying, or at least a lot of the action scenes in uh, the Vox most famous movie Skyscraper <laughs> um, was you know actually done by him. It, it was the Shack thing from Still where you don't have any stuntmen who's eight foot tall, so you just kind of have to learn to do it yourself. Right. Um, I like those. Those would be my go-to. I need. I, I there's probably someone better. I just can't think of him right now. Well, who, who, who I've got an say? easy pick for director, but I'm not sure about actor. I would go with Sam Raimi because <laughs> okay. we because for for number one because I always pick Sam Raimi as the director for everything. But <laughs> it's it's based off of, you know, his two most popular franchises, the Spider-Man trilogy and the Evil Dead trilogy, because the Evil Dead trilogy shows us that we he knows how to do horror comedy and he knows how to do horror comedy really well. And I think the best way to to play a Doom movie is to do horror comedy. I think I think that's the best way you can get the the point across, um, because like if you're going straight horror it's it's going to make it kind of tough because you have this um because it is just such like it's just action right it's it's just you go all out and you're just going action and you're killing demons over and over and over again and eventually that's going to get funny so if you just you know go with that from the get go then i think you know what you're doing and on well okay go ahead i well, was going to say i actually saying that I wouldn't mind it because there is there is some kind of humor to the games. Um, yeah, no, I, that that is part of there too, uh, especially like, um, especially the first two. There's sort of like a wink, wink kind of thing with the first two games. That 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 three and the sequels have a bit of it, but not as much as the first two. Or or the 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 reboot games have a bit of it. I haven't played Eternal yet, but 2016 has a little bit. Um, Eternal has uh, Eternal has a little bit more. I think mm-hmm. there's a there's a great sequence where he like he walks in through a place that has a bunch of humans in it because he's gonna he's trying to shoot a cannon essentially, and uh, he just walks in. All of them back away from him because they're terrified, and he just grabs he grabs a key card that's around someone's neck and drags the guy in a wheelchair over to a terminal where he just swipes it, then steals a gun off of a guard who's too scared to say no to him and just walks off. See, that's a great thing. Like, that's a Sam Raimi scene. And so for that reason, and also, we know he's good at adaptation. Um, Not only from the Spider-Man trilogy, but even from a movie like... Like Oz the Great and Powerful, which I think is is a is a pretty solid movie um, from a story standpoint and visually. It's the most unnecessary film I've ever seen, but it's solid. And so we know he's good at adapting things. He knows what to keep. He knows what to change to make the story flow from a movie standpoint. So for that reason, Sam Raimi is my pick as director of the Doom remake. And we would also get to see... Uh, Bruce Campbell cameo as like a horrible demon, which would be great too. Um, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> it'd be great to have him be a Doom guy. <laughs> He's a little old for Doom, Doom guy, so, yeah. but that would be that would be awesome. 
Um, oh, here's, here's what you do is because um, Doom Guy never removes his helmet, and you have his helmet get hit by something and it shatters, but it's just the chin. Yes, you just it's illuminated CGI Bruce Campbell chin. Perfect. We've we've got it. We figured it out. <laughs> I I wouldn't mind that. I um, think Sam Raimi would be really good at at that kind of movie. Um, because because if you or or a Sam Raimi type doesn't have to be Sam Raimi, but a Sam Raimi type who can do horror comedy well, who can who can kind of play into those aspects, who can make it a little more stylized. Because there are some things you have to do in a movie like this where you have to. You have to stylize things a bit. You can't go like you can't do it straight like you can most horror movies. Right. Well, that like I said, yeah, you can't. Doom's not a game that has a uh, has the ability to do a one to one adaptation. No, um, not at all. You like, you have to change some things. You have to adapt some things, which is fine. It's a movie that it's right. it's not the games. If you want the games, play the games. Don't watch the movie. Um, which I can't believe I'm saying that after watching the movie we just watched because they, it sucked. It was so bad. That, that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of times where you should try and be original. You should try and keep the heart of whatever you're making, but do something new to it. And this is not one of those times. Uh, they should have just not made this movie. <laughs> they should have just not made it straight up. There's nothing redeemable in this movie outside of maybe the first person scene, and you can watch that in a clip on YouTube and skim through it. You don't even have to watch the whole thing. There oh, yeah. is. Um, it, it's time to close this. By the way, uh, we spent more well, time talking about the um, the theoretical remake than we did the actual movie. <laughs> That's because even in even in theory, a remake is far far better than this movie. Um, but I was gonna say, do you know who'd be kind of neat to to have as a Doom guy? And it's a guy who likes wearing masks and even doesn't mind not talking. Uh, uh, you need to put stilts in him, but Tom Hardy'd be pretty good. Tom Hardy could do it. Yeah. Plus, he's got that annoying voice, so you wouldn't want him to talk. Um, right. Exactly. Um, and you wouldn't you know, see him, yeah, so you wouldn't with, be annoyed with, at his... With, you know. with Fury Road, that's not a, a, a bad choice. Yeah, I mean, Fury Road Fury is a great Road example is of how you could make this movie, but good. Right, yeah, like I said, you have someone else be the main character, and Doom Guy's just kind of passing through, and he's like, hey, like, like oh, these people are like, oh, there's this guy who is literally killing everyone. We should probably just stick with him. Yeah, no, that... That was a that was a great. Uh, thank you for bringing up Fury Road. I it didn't even cross my mind, and it should. No, happen. I'm probably gonna go. Uh, I'm probably gonna go watch Fury Road tonight. It's such a fantastic. Movie. Yeah, every time Fury Road comes up, I just rewatch it because it's the closest thing in existence to a perfect film. Um, but with that, we should probably uh, close out. The, yes. The quote unquote conversation that we had about quote unquote Doom 2005. There <laughs> even is. Even though I spent it talking about everything but Doom 2005. There is nothing, like I said, there's nothing redeemable in this movie. There's nothing that makes this movie worth watching. There's certainly nothing that makes this movie worth watching again. Uh, if you want to watch it just to say that you've seen it, I can get that. I wouldn't recommend I, it, I, but I can understand I, it. <laughs> um, it's not a movie where I'm like, yeah, I was glad I watched this. Um, and I just, I don't. I can't understand why they did anything that they did. And um, it just, this movie left me baffled uh, around every turn. The the best way that I can describe this movie is uh, my life is pretty much the exact same after watching it as it was before watching it. Because <laughs> it is the most inconsequential thing in the world. The best way I could describe this movie is my life. <laughs> and, and I promise that's not something you want to to see play out in front of your eyes. Um, yeah, oh. you should uh, you should all join us next week when we watch the second sequel to a video game adaptation that is also subtitled Annihilation. That isn't a in... sequel; it's a reboot. But maybe it's a sequel. But maybe it's not. It might as well be. I mean, the first Mortal Kombat and the second Mortal Kombat might as well not even be connected. <laughs> so, as far as I can tell about Doom Annihilation, it's it's not like like it takes place in the future. Um, and this movie may take place in the future. I don't know, but they never imply that it does. I guess theoretically it does because we can travel to Mars, but they don't. They don't ever say that. I think the opening 
text crawl says something like, oh, the year is uh, 2045 or something like that. Josh, 2000 you really, something. Like, you really don't remember like, this movie, do you? Because there's no opening no, no, text no. crawl. It doesn't happen. I I started it and this person started speaking at me and I just tuned (laughs) out because I couldn't... (laughs) There's... Okay. We gotta go. Thank you for listening to to this episode of Simi Pro. If you're watching on YouTube, drop a like, maybe subscribe to the channel if you want. If you're listening on any of our podcast platforms, go ahead and follow the podcast, like this, leave a review... If you want to, it helps out the show. Uh, We will see you on the very next episode of Semi-Pro.